0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. Oh, hey, there
1: we you go. You already know what time it
0: is. Yep. This, uh, this podcast is actually based off of our YouTube channel. So if you get a chance, go check it out. Hit that subscribe button. Yep. Uh, we also have a Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram that you can go check out. Yes. All, the latest, all the latest information and posts on our social media pages. So thank you so much for tuning in and please enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Two Dimes and a Token. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Bruck Nasty, along with Kanyezy. You know what time it is. There you go. Now we know what time it is. Now. So, um, no guests today. We have we are dedicating this to uh, a football podcast. So, we got a little bit in store for you. Um, number one, drink of the pod. Grab it, Keon. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yep. Grab it. We got our Terramana Tequila. That is our drink of the podcast at a boys. So unofficially a sponsor. No. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet no. That's what I'm Shout out to the about. rock. <laughs> awesome. So first thing on the docket. First thing on the docket, my my man. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins. What about him?
1: Tell me me what
0: you think. Oh, shit. (laughs) Let's be real here. Come on, people. We all know what the fuck we're talking about. DeAndre Hopkins was released by the Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. By the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, yes. And there's one person to my right that would love to have that man playing for the Baltimore Ravens.
1: I mean, don't get it twisted. I feel like we have a good team. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I, I can't. You're so no. full
0: of shit. I would slap the shit on your right knee if I can reach it. I deny
1: that I wouldn't want to see that, that lineup. Just give Lamar a couple of weapons. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah.
0: Can we pull that up? Can we pull up DeAndre Hopkins stats? I would like to point this out. Number one, DeAndre Hopkins got released from the Arizona Cardinals. That's huge. That's huge either way. You can just Google it if you want. But honestly, like, that's a huge thing. Because that I mean, that's that's a potential number one receiver in the NFL. It's not a number one receiver on your team. That's a number one receiver in the in the NFL. Let's be real. All right, last year, my man had sixty four receptions, seven hundred and seventeen yards, and three touchdowns, and he was out for how many games? I want to say eight. Eight six or eight? Yeah. Something like that. Come on, bro. Half a season.
1: Yes. That'd have been a fifteen hundred yard season. With ease. With ease. So I mean, don't get it twisted. That he was the number one receiver on their team. You had uh, Marquise Brown that, that left Baltimore and went there, and he's the number two. So, Hold on. how'd you feel about how'd you feel about Hollywood Brown? I mean, Hollywood is from Miami. So don't I, I, don't I, w- fucking I, I, sugarcoat it. Look, Put your feelings on. I this. will never deny anybody that come from the home team. Home team. Oh my Miami, God! You're so full of shit right now. You always have a space for. You're home. so full of shit You're right always, now. It's, it's just like the Dolphins, bro. In.
0: You were so pissed when he dropped. I don't know what it was it, twenty-two passes. Look, I'm always pissed.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> I, always. I, I, I feel like. If you watch football and you have a team that you're you're rooting for? Yeah. And they're not doing living up to the potential that they should be. You're going to be a little upset. So mean, in other words, I'm the catalyst of what you're talking about. Yes, yes. I mean, don't get it twisted. As a Carolina fan, you're always pissed.
0: Yeah, as a Carolina fan, I I had a lot of hopes. You know, hey, don't shake your head. I'm, like I'm that. glad That's your wife agreed. That's I've horrible. Not, I've
1: never seen. I, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she said Carolina fan depressed. You could be. You could be a Cleveland Brown fan and it'd be a little bit no, worse.
0: No, no. Cleveland you know? Brown still beat us in the game that we went to. You're you right.
1: You're right. You're right. You're right. I take that back. You guys are at the bottom of the barrel. Oh, my God, but, but you got, but you have the first pick.
0: I'll be honest though, I, I, I gotta tell you, being as though, being as though the fact we traded away DJ Moore, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what the cap space looks like. Can we look that up? What's the uh, cap space for the Carolina Panthers? But I, honestly, if there's room, why not? I mean, Bryce Young needs a number one target right now. You have a bunch of guys that have potential. You have potential guys in Carolina and you don't have a number one guy. I mean, don't get, uh,
1: I don't don't shit on Adam Thielen. I feel like he's done. Yeah, he's proved himself. right there so. at the top. You know what I mean? I feel like Adam Thielen has proved himself. So.
0: Adam Thielen <laughs> has proved himself, but at the same time, Adam Thielen is not a guy that can stretch the field. We're not
1: asking you to stretch the field, Gary. Yes, we're yes asking we are. The number one con- receiver has got to be able to stretch the field. We're asking you to control the game. Bryce Young is not trying. You're not expecting him to throw five thousand yards. This year. I'm not expecting him to throw five thousand yards, but what I am expecting to be able
0: to do is give him all the weapons at his disposal to start his career. Because we all understand what's going to happen when he walks into Carolina, and I don't want to. I don't want to uh, veer away from uh, the Baltimore setting that we have. Because I know you know we have a huge Baltimore fan right here. Yeah, of course. And yeah. when Carolina is out the picture, yes, I'm a Baltimore fan no matter what. And, but at the same time, Bryce Young is still a guy that I want to come in. I want to give him a ton of options. He's going to be a young guy. He's going to start. Mm-hmm. There's no quarterback on that roster. That's going to take that spot from him. It gotcha. doesn't matter. Cause that dude's coming in on pick one money. They're going to give him the ball. Mm-hmm. They're going to give him the fucking, the captain's hat. Let's, let's roll. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, absolutely. Why not? Why not throw Deandre Hopkins into the picture? Why not do that? Because you have Adam Thielen on the other side. I know you have Terrence Marshall, and everybody in Carolina is really big on Terrence Marshall. And I, think he, I think he can be the same type of guy that Adam Thielen is. Mm-hmm. But Adam Thielen is a first-down receiver. I'm going to get my yards. I'm going to do my thing. I'm not going to stretch the field. I'm going to run great routes. He's a great route runner, but he's not going to do much more than that. And let me back that up, too. I want to give credit to those guys. A lot of dudes have made great careers in that. But every single Super Bowl championship team has had a guy on
1: offense that fucking revolutionizes the field. No, no, no. I'm a Baltimore Name fan. Name one. I'm a Baltimore fan. You, I ain't got to go far. Go to Baltimore. Who was on our offense that you were like, when we won the Super Bowl, that was like, oh, my God, we revolutionized? Nobody. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Everybody on the defense. Everyone on the defense has already gone on record no, it saying it. Don't that, matter. <laughs> I,
0: I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, Joe Flacco
1: had the perfect postseason that year. It wasn't hard. I mean, given the defense, it's like Eli Manning. I will never take away a championship. And then on the other side, you want to.
0: You know what? I'm going to even counter your argument because I already know where you're going to go. 2000, Trent Dilfer. Right. Yes, I get it. Anybody, but can how with ma- this team? But how many teams
1: have won a Super Bowl
0: off of strictly defense? Carolina du-
1: versus Denver. You think Peyton Manning was the Super Bowl MVP? You think his game really mattered? Defense the- won that game. No, defense wins championship. No. Our, Ron Miller our, MVP.
0: Our defense was the number what number one or number two in the league? Hey, who showed up today? Let's game? look that up. I'm just saying. But
1: who's what defense showed up in the Super Bowl? We didn't yeah. ask about offense. I'm not gonna lie, you're you're hitting a, an emotional. Topic. I'm just saying, but that's so what number it's about. One, yes, the 2015
0: Denver defense showed up. That's what it's about when it comes to the Super Bowl. Who shows up? Yes. So to 2000, yeah, 2015 up. Denver Broncos defense led the team to a win. Yeah, blah, blah, Office blah. Offense gets you bullshit. to the playoffs. But but on it scroll down a little bit. Scroll down a little bit. Two thousand fifteen NFL. Oh, right there. Opposition and defensive statistics. I want to see this. Because everybody was saying, "Oh, it's the number one offense versus the number one defense going into that game," and I really don't, I don't think it was like that. Think about anybody that's had. Okay, Carolina was technically number six. Denver was number four. Seattle.
1: Well, Seattle. They had the Legion of Boom. Baby. That's what I'm saying. Like that any was nasty, any team that's <laughs> that worth nasty, anything that's worth mentioning has a stellar defense. The one, the <laughs> one other thing
0: that I will say about that. And this is stats against them. The Denver Broncos. I do love the stat: thirty-two hundred yards, thirty-one ninety-three to be exact, and nineteen touchdowns against them. Carolina, thirty-seven hundred with twenty-one touchdowns, but they also generated twenty-four interceptions, whereas the Denver Broncos only generated fourteen, which is why their defense got so much hype. And I mean, let's be we real, Kurt Coleman. We were we were fucking hyped about Coleman that. That was his year. He had to show out in order to stay in the NFL that year.
1: I mean, and that dude balled out. He, he had, had
0: seven picks that year.
1: I think Kurt Coleman knew that his back was against the wall. Oh yeah, and he showed up, and, and he doesn't get enough credit for. And that. not
0: to mention, bro, they Carolina that year had an in, impeccable pass rush. They forced at least ten picks, no doubt. And Luke so, and you had
1: Luke in his prime. So when I uh, go when I when I go back to with Baltimore, when I, when I talk about Baltimore winning that championship, you, you got Ed Reed in the back. Yeah, you got Ray Lewis in the front. Hello Dinata, Terrell Suds On the other you, side you had that, a stack seven that you couldn't do anything. You, these no, are not, uh, I, I, I Hall get of Fame players. From. I get
0: where you're coming from, but on the other side of that, again, if you if you really want to revert back, let's go to that 2015 Super Bowl, right? Denver, no, Peyton Manning didn't do shit. He as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he threw he he had some turnovers, but they ran the ball. And what happened was is Denver, they wore down the Carolina defense. They got him tired, and they ran the ball in the fourth quarter and sealed the deal. That's what happened. You know what I mean? And I will still say again, offensive stud. You gotta have offensive studs in order to win games. None. In in today's NFL, the reason why I say that is because in that game you had a stellar defense. You had a top five defense. I don't care if I don't care if this fucking thing has a number six. They were top five, number one, and two. They came in. They had a strategy of wearing them down, and it worked. And they ran the ball. They ran the ball phenomenally. Anybody go back and watch that game? I I watched that game one time and I'll never forget it because in the 3rd and 4th quarter they ran the ball like it was nobody's business efficiently efficiently the running backs in that game were the studs No, right? I, I want but but in today's game
1: they don't run the ball the way they used to Yes they do why do you think Eagle, the Eagles got to they got great wide receivers now, hold but on. you got one on one because you got a pack different the conversation. conversation I'm just saying like in this day and age we were talking about Carolina and Bryce Young Yeah but you guess who the Carolina bought in? The Eagles running back. Because they have to establish the run. Run. Now, it's, it's about the philosophy of I the team. I don't understand why keep they
0: I don't understand why they didn't keep the guy they had, but I, at the same time like I'm not the GM. But I'll be honest. Um who was the guy they had? Can we look that up? Uh 2022, Devontae. huh? No, not, not Devontae. Uh, yeah, no, it was DeVonte something.
1: Freeman yeah, Devontae Freeman. Yes. So uh twenty
0: twenty two Carolina Panthers running back. So
1: what I'm saying is when you have the, the Carolina Panthers running back who they have right now, yeah, he's a good mixture for where they're going. Like if this man has been into the link. Super Bowl, into the Super Bowl, yeah. He knows what is what it takes to get there. He knows the durability, he knows how long the Slow season's gonna up. be.
0: Right there. All right, let's look at it running back. We're talking about Miles Sanders here, but right? Oh, see, that's Miles Sanders That's now. Go to 2021. But
1: what I'm saying is Miles Sanders knows what it takes to get there. He knows that it's a long season. I'll be honest he with you. He knows how did. to be efficient throughout the entire season. Yeah,
0: Carolina Panthers <laughs> roster and players. See, I, that's the problem I have though. I I I don't I don't credit Miles Sanders with that season.
1: Why not? Because there was a whole bunch of dogs out there.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not going to disagree Smith,
1: AJ Brown. Scroll down a little bit. Even the tight
0: end was good. Like,
1: they, yeah. they had yeah. a, a stack roster.
0: We are up this podcast to bring you Suntera Solar Solutions, a leading-edge solar company committed to making sure they provide a phenomenal experience to its customers. Going solar was one of the best decisions that I ever made. Not only did they provide me a no-hassle experience, it didn't feel like a sales experience. It felt like an amazing person-to-person having a conversation on whether solar was gonna be right for me. I was fortunate enough to not only lower my monthly energy cost, but they gave me an option to be able to create a stabilized monthly bill that I could prepare around. I qualified for a new customer incentive that put cash in my hand after installation as well as I qualified for a tax credit at the end of that same year after I had it installed. All in all, not only was it the best decision I ever made, I lowered my monthly energy costs, I stabilized my bill, I put a ton of cash in hand. It felt like I got paid to go solar. And my most favorite part that I haven't even mentioned, it eliminated my exposure to future increasing rates from the utility companies. So if you think going solar is the right thing for you, by all means, hit us up in our DMs. We can connect you with a sales associate today. And now, back to the episode. The whole point of what I'm saying, though, is like, I I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, Miles Sanders didn't make the Eagles team. Jalen Hurts did. No, I'm not. They converted...
1: Well, you had something to say. Go ahead. No, I'm. I'm saying Jalen Hurts made the team because he he knew that they got one on one on the outside. You got to pack the box because Jalen Hurts will still run the ball. So it's it's a it's about strategy.
0: Don't and that's act, the don't
1: thing. don't act like it's not. So if it's about strategy, yeah, Carolina has a great secret strategy with Miles Sanders coming in yeah. as See, a proven Yeah, Dante better. Freeman.
0: Yeah, but I'm See, saying Dante Freeman, two hundred three carries, nine hundred and fourteen yards. He had five touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. Don't say, don't yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Foreman. Yeah, yeah, you've been saying Freeman the whole time. I'm so sorry. That's my bad. Either way. They don't he, think he's not a Carolina fan. Yeah. He No, he was a bring-in guy, but at the same time, like, bro, yeah. he came in and performed. Cool he came deal. in and performed. So when they brought in Miles Sanders and they released him, I didn't really understand the move. The only reason I didn't understand the move, I'll, I'll put it from a GM perspective. If I give him an extension contract, because he's on a one-year deal, he came in on a one-year deal. Everybody got hurt. Chuba Hubba was hurt. They traded uh, Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And then they bring him in. Mm-hmm. or He was already there in practice school. I brought him up, right? If I give him another contract, I'm still barely above league minimum. Miles Sanders I bring in, which this guy performed, and not to mention he performed, but he he performed at a high level, almost at the same stats. I, Miles won't say, Sanders, I won't say, almost. but I have, I have to, I now have to pay Miles Sanders probably five to ten million dollars a year. Yeah,
1: but he's worth it because I'm, I'm gonna tell I you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the reason why Miles Sanders went out there and performed, played in four more games than he did.
0: He played in four more games based off of technicality. I mean, when Chuba Hubbard went down, my man got a shot. Now, now, uh, granted, the way the NFL works, my man got a contract somewhere else. Thank you, Foreman. You are doing your thing. Keep doing your thing, dude. We believe. I believe in you one hundred percent. But at the same time, I mean, GM reality to GM reality, bro. Miles Sanders did not come in and perform an elite rushing, an elite rushing title the way the way the Eagles offense is set up. He had multiple. He had a duo running back uh, tandem. Yeah, and
1: they had three running backs. That's right there. my. Point. They had games. They, they world, had they multiple had, running backs. They had in Burt the Scott, team. and they had. And him. then
0: on top of that, they had Jalen Hurts running the ball twenty to thirty percent of the time. So that rushing game looks phenomenal. But when you look at the stats from the team, but then when you look at the stats from the guy, I guarantee you, Foreman's price tag is one fifth of what of what you're talking about. And that's the thing. I think the bring, pro- you got to bring up his stats. Yeah, bring, but the productivity is going to be the bring same. Bring up his stats.
1: The Eagles. Are- 2022 Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yeah, you can just type 2022 in 2022 Sanders. stats and you'll see why Carolina had to overextend to go get this guy. Because what he contributes is is relatively not just So he had 259 carries, he had 1269
0: yards, 11 touchdowns. His longest run was 40 yards, which we're not going to compare that cuz Foreman was not a speed guy. And we're talking about two different backs. Yeah, we're talking about a little bit of two different backs, but at the same time, he started the whole year. Foreman came in on week 7 or week 1300, 8,
1: 1300 almost 1300 yards, bro.
0: Yeah, and he had and, and Foreman had less games and got over 900
1: yards. So, uh um, this is a guy playing with the league, right? Yeah. And it's two other people running with him. Yeah. Well, three other people because yeah. you said Jalen. Because Jalen and hurts. he still got you thirteen hundred yards.
0: I understand where you're coming from. I do, but still two hundred and fifty nine carries. I mean, bro, average. Let's be 4. real. Four point
1: nine. Two runs. First down.
0: All right. Do you? Can you go back? <clears throat> go back to four. Remember
1: two forty nine. I mean fifty nine. you got this right there. Right there, Ash. You got it. Two fifty nine. So he four point five. He and had, he had a long of 60. <laughs> but I'm saying, he had 50 more carries with six more touchdowns with 300, 400 more yards. I mean, let's be, That's a whole nother season. Let's be real. That's though. a whole nother corner.
0: Let's be real, though. 50 more carries. I mean, that that can that can equate to 300 or 400 more yards cuz you got you got guys you got guys out there running sometimes 10 carries 120 yards but these it depends guys on the game
1: are, but these guys weren't playing carolina wasn't playing at the end of the season they were just playing because they had more games i mean i, I they get, did, they, I, did, they weren't playing because they were competing for anything i get they had, i
0: get where you're coming from trust me i get where you're coming from but what what i'm saying from a gm perspective and this is why i say this the stats are actually somewhat similar if you add 50 more carries, add 50 more carries, 12, 11, 1200 yards, same stats as Brown Sanders. And on top of that, the touchdown ratio, depending on if you got in the red zone, that that's all dependent on how the offensive perform offensive performs. So to me, I'll be honest with you, the price tag of what a signed Foreman for, for the same type of running stats as a sign for Miles Sanders, to me, I would have stuck with Foreman. I mean, but, again, that's
1: based upon the money revenue. It's based upon Moneyball. I can't wait for you to see Miles Sanders play this season. I hope. All because if you, if any Philly fans really watched him this season, A, I want to give a shout-out to Philly's head coach because they used him properly. They didn't wear him down throughout the entire season. Yeah. He only had 50 more carries, and Foreman only played in like six less games. So that means his use, man, he didn't have to take on that wear and tear. On top of that, they were up in a lot of those games at halftime by 30 points. Yeah. So you're not risking. He's not even going out there after halftime because I'm not trying to get my my starting running back hurt. Yeah. So you can't really contribute to his stats because he didn't have to play after a certain period. I feel you.
0: To be honest, though, I really don't understand why the Eagles didn't retain him. I Mm -hmm. don't understand that because, honestly, like – it's a really great. It, he he was a really great fit to what you were doing. But I think they're. I think they're also in the same mindset I'm in. I'm playing Moneyball, mm-hmm. right? I can go out and get a guy like Devonte Foreman or Dante Foreman, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, and produce the same. And there's other guys that are going to be able to produce the same based upon less money because they want to have more cap, more players, all that fun stuff. That's the idea that I'm thinking of. I, I don't
1: think um, the Eagles were concerned about Miles Sanders because they got DeAndre Swift. So whenever you you change tra- you change out <laughs> one Swift knife, do I need do I need one, to pull up the meme? No, I'm just saying. You, whenever you change out DeAndre
0: one, Swift, right? Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, he was two yards away from a first down, no defenders anywhere near him, and still didn't pick it up. That's the running back you're talking about. I'm not saying that DeAndre Swift is trash because I've pulled I've picked him up in fantasy twice in the last fall in the last four years. You always had fault. Hey, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah, I know. Fuck. I always had faith. But at the same time, like I'm telling you, Swift, I don't know. There's something working against this kid. I don't know I don't know him personally. I will never talk trash about his personnel as far as his personality. He's probably a great dude, but I mean, maybe this Eagles situation really brings out the best in him, but I'll be honest, man. I just I don't see him replacing a Miles Sanders, and everybody's hype about it. I, I, can't don't, wait. I don't. I don't see wait. that
1: happening. I can't wait for him to light up this. Because the difference was Miles Sanders was an every down back that they kept taking out to make sure everyone got you know everyone in a breather. Reps. DeAndre Swift, on the other hand, is a, a north and south. I mean, east and west. He loves to stretch and see if he can outrun people. And you bringing in, you're bringing in that Georgia pride. Everybody in Philly is, is yeah, from Georgia.
0: Everybody from Philly is from Georgia. like they just keep he <laughs>
1: drafting. Hey, another Georgia player. Another Georgia. They have something going on. I don't know what you know the the coach from Georgia is feeding to the coach from Philly, but man, they're taking everybody from them. I mean, let's be real. You can't you can't deny the success.
0: You can't deny the success from that, but either way, let's let's do this. We we drifted off a little bit. We got we got in the d- dynamic, but so where do you feel? And being being a Baltimore fan, I know you're. I know you're thinking about it. I know deep down you want a little DeAndre Hopkins on your team, baby. Gotcha, gotcha. But where I, do
1: you feel he's gonna land? I think you know if if I'm DeAndre Hopkins and I I made a sustainable amount, it's about money, but it's not about money. My legacy won't be attached. His to, legacy
0: is going to be about rings.
1: Yeah. It, it, so I'm going to go to the person. It's kind of like a woman dating. I'm trying to go and get a ring. I'm not trying to date for recreation. I'm not doing this for, for fun. I'm doing this so I can find my, my, leave a legacy with somebody, leave a legacy somewhere. Yeah. The Texans didn't do right by me. That's a, that's a bad relationship. Arizona didn't do right by me. That's, that's a bad relationship. Where can I go and be treated the right way and also get what we're, we're all working for, because if not, if it's not a ring, it feels like a wasted year. Yeah, you, you got paid every year, yeah. but you didn't take home the hardware in which you wanted to. So that's if true. I'm DeAndre Hopkins, I'm looking at it to where's my best chance to win the ring, and that's in Buffalo. That's in the now, Kansas City. No, you
0: can't. You can't have DeAndre Hopkins and um, Diggs. Yeah, why not? You can't have. It's just like Odell and. DeAndre Hopkins. And why, yeah, but why do you – Odell
1: when he went to Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, don't, don't, that was just a Baker Mayfield thing. Don't get it twisted. Baker came in with, bro, I'm the best he, college no, player in college about, history. You're
0: talking about Madden stats at that point. Bro, I can't throw the ball 700 times in a single year. What, what it, the, the Eagles showed you
1: you don't have to. If he that, gets two that, touchdowns, and point. he gets two touchdowns.
0: That's my point, bro. It did, but at the same time – like DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be okay with a six-touchdown year and only 70 receptions. He's not.
1: He he, he won't have that. If you look at A.J. Brown and, and Devontae, they both went to the Pro Bowl stats. If you look at the Dolphins with Tariq Hill and Jalen Wall, they both have Pro Bowl stats. You can still be a main contributor, top 10 in the league, and perform well. You can have I mean, somebody. It's I, Batman I, and I, I
0: feel you on that. Just I also – I feel you on that. You're right. You're hundred percent right. The stat the stats of what you just said proved your point. Um, I just don't I don't know how the personalities would mesh. What do you and mean? This is no, this is just the, and you can side sideline this a little bit because it's a personal perspective. Like if I'm if I'm Diggs in Buffalo mm-hmm. and they bring in DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. like I'm like What do you mean? Why? I mean, it, the only reason why is because they have they have a perfect dynamic when it comes to their passing game. They have um, Gabriel Davis, yeah. They have Gabriel Davis. They have uh, Knox as their tight end, mm-hmm. and you have Stephon Diggs on the other side. Which I mean, you have a guy that runs routes. You have a guy that spreads the field. You have a guy that's that's uh, tight end that's catching passes in the middle. You have you have an all dynamic receiving crew at that point. I just, if if I was Diggs, I would take it as an insult, but also at the same time, like the, how do you have those personalities mesh in a practice or in a game setting? Like, you have two receivers that are telling you, like, no, I'm going to take over the game. Because Diggs has proved himself as a top five receiver. There's no doubt. I don't think that you can have two top five receivers in the game on one team. I just don't, I don't think it's, I don't think that it's something that, that you can work around unless... Their personality sets were just way more humble than what us, as the fans, really know. I mean, how that that it's the same ideal. Like imagine imagine you had Jerry Rice and Ter-
1: uh, Terrell Owens on the same team. But you did. Terrell Owens played in the slot, and he had 19 characters in the game. He had 19 catches. So you got right, he had right. the That's most characters in the game. You can have that.
0: How long did that last, though? And That's then on on the other side, you're talking about with Miami. There's not, there's not a discussion there when it comes to the when it comes to the wide receiver ones and twos. There's a Tyreek Hill is number one. Gotcha. There's no discussion. Okay. If you put DeAndre Hopkins in Buffalo,
1: there's a discussion, and then there's an argument, and then there's frustration. You don't think it's an argument in Baltimore with Odell and DeAndre? They're both hungry. Oh no, no,
0: I, I, I don't think there's an argument at all. I think if you bring DeAndre Hopkins in. I think Odell takes the number two, and oh. I think he understands that. How so? Because he's been out of the year for I'll a year. Pay, he's been paid, out of the league for
1: a year and a half. Do you, you, he, I get paid a million dollars a game. Million. We signed That's him. Great. We signed I'm, him I'm for, glad that you get. We paid signed him for eighteen million dollars. I understand. Right? So if we signed him for eighteen million dollars, we're saying a million dollars. Don't drop me, baby. I'm worth a million dollars. That's the man. You're the man. No, I I disagree. If they if they were because they have the cap they have the
0: cap to bring him in if they brought him in i think i think odell beckham junior has to take a number two role i think you have to especially especially in that setting because let's be real i mean hopkins played last year odell did not and he didn't based upon his personal oh i need more money
1: he didn't no, based he upon wanted to really recover too don't get it twisted like that everyone's rushing you back but when when you get hurt, you're the only one that got to deal with the, that that dark room. Yeah, and you got to deal with the recovery.
0: Okay, I'm not I'm not you're right. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to criticize you on that, but I'm just telling you. I think point blank I'm going to tell you right now DeAndre Hopkins is better than Odell Beckham Jr. Number 1. I think that wholeheartedly.
1: So I ain't never seen DeAndre Hopkins on the front of Madden. I ain't never seen him, you know, blonde hair. Come on, coming man. There. There's kids. Come on, man. That are, that are doing Odell's. Dance. I'm I'm, hey. I'm going to put it to you like this. Odell, you, you you talked about Odell. Let's look it up. You hear me? You talked about Odell. Career stats. Listen, listen, listen. Go back. Career really stats important. for DeAndre Hopkins. You hear me? I want you to understand this. You talk about Odell not, not being alpha. He just understands what I bring to the table. You can't duplicate. You can't replace. If you look at him in Cleveland yep. and in Landry, you hear me? If you look at him in I'm Cleveland listening. with Landry, you see someone that didn't work. All right. You see him in the Rams with Cooper Cup. Go Who's number up. one? Go Who's number up. one? You hear me? Yeah. Who's number one? Him and Cooper Cup. I'm sorry. Go back down. You hear me? Who's number one in Los Angeles? Him or Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. How? If you if if Odell Beckham finishes if, if Odell Beckham finishes the Super Bowl, he's the MVP. What the hell are you talking about? Look at Odell Beckham's stats. Bro, he
0: almost broke the record for the most receptions and yards. Not in the season. He led the league
1: in receptions, yards, and yards. I'm talking about the Super Bowl game. Okay.
0: Honestly, I don't think that you. I don't think that you can hold accountability when it comes to just the Super Bowl game.
1: How that who, doesn't. Who shows up when the needs when you need to does matter. Who shows up? We got a couple of players that don't show up.
0: Nah, bro. Who when they need up, to. Nah, who shows up consistently is what we're talking about. Oh my
1: god, that's what we're so, talking so, about. So you're trying to tell is, me? down on that. I, I know why you're a Carolina fan. I know you why. Know what? You're an ass. I asshole. know why. I know why. Because Cam you showed you, me, up. Go back consistently. Up. Go back up. Right. But there. when it mattered. All right.
0: Right there. So total. DeAndre Hopkins has 11,298 yards, and he has, what, 71 touchdowns. Let's do Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. Right there. We'll look it up. I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, no, Odell Beckham doesn't get the MVP of that game. Cooper he Cup
1: d- does. He does. Come Cooper, on. If you go to the, to halftime, Cooper Cup didn't have shit at halftime compared to Odell. Odell was doing moonwalks in the, in the Super Bowl. Look at the stats, man. I, I remember that game. He I remember, was doing I remember him being whatever he wanted to. Whatever he wanted to. Yeah, I remember that. They were doubling Cooper Cup. I'm not going to deny what he brings to the table. That, what do you, Then what are we talking about? Because this, the, when, the, when it comes to the MVP, they're talking about stats. You know what was absolute dog shit, though? You remember when they put a
0: safety one-on-one uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers did in the, in, the, in the NFC Championship game? Against who? Against uh, the Rams they put the safety Winfield one-on-one against Cooper cup. And it was like fourth and whatever. And he fucking, or it was like third or second down or something like that. It wasn't fourth. I'm sorry. Tom Brady went down and scored and did his thing. And then your boy, your boy, Cooper cup, all of a sudden, Oh, I, I broke out of one-on-one coverage against a fucking safety. And then gets that 40 yard pass for them to go down and win the game. That was dumb as fuck. I mean, <laughs> We, we, we pay you to perform. That's my point right there. What? are we talking about 7,300 yards and 56 touchdowns 7,300 yards and 56 touchdowns against against DeAndre Hopkins who is a more proven success 11,000 yards and 71 touchdowns I get where you're coming from. I understand. But I'm telling you right now, I love you, dude, but you're wrong on this. I'm, I'm DeAndre you. Hopkins, if he, went to, if he went to Baltimore, he would be a number one role and Odell would have to take a back seat. You got to be a secondary receiver. I'm not saying that you can't get 80 catches. I'm not saying that. But in that system, you're not going to get 80 catches as a number two receiver. You're going to get 40 to 60, right? Right. And DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the guy that stretches the field. And then you got Mark Andrews on the other end that's going to catch everything in the numbers. He's going to catch the corner routes. He's going to catch the digs. He's going to catch everything to get you first downs. He is the all, let's be real, tight ends are the utility. Mm -hmm. He's the guy that I can get the ball to to give me a first down. He's the guy I can get the ball to to score me touchdowns. That's the utility player. Mm -hmm. But the receivers are, you have several roles. Star receiver says I can do all of it. Odell cannot perform in the same – Odell cannot perform as well as DeAndre Hopkins in a number one role. Oh,
1: my God. So I'm going to tell you from a a DB standpoint. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me. If you put DeAndre Hopkins in the slot, we can put a linebacker over the top of him and shadow with him because his speed isn't just taking you away. Okay. Odell, on the other hand, you put him in a slot – there's no slot corner that's gonna stay with him. He's a nightmare, and you can give him any choice route, and the he's going reason, to do it. The only reason
0: why is because they don't put their best corner in the slot. No, they do.
1: Jayla Ramsey, will follow you around the field. If you if you don't, got don't, that dog, don't
0: get it twisted. Okay, so don't get it twisted. Let me let me let me explain what I just said. What I'm saying is, usually slot corners are listed as number three corners, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of times there's specialty for that. I think a a major specialty and the guy that really made it a specialty position, Charles Tillman, peanut punch, baby. That dude was a phenomenal slot corner. However, if you are a number one receiver and Jalen Ramsey is assigned to you and you go in the slot, yes, you're going to make that adjustment and that type of thing because you want one guy and one guy the whole game. As a matter of fact, I'd even run cover two and just tell, "Hey, you're man. I'm in with this guy. The rest of the team's running cover two. Do your thing." Like it is what it, it is. is. You know I'm between me and all of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, just do but, your thing. But at the same time, I'm telling you right now, I I I believe wholeheartedly. I don't care. I don't. There's no statistic on the world. What we just pulled up the stats. There's no one in the world that can sit here and tell me that Odell Beckham Jr. If the Baltimore Ravens brought in DeAndre Hopkins and they gave the echelon of of assets. To Lamar Jackson, who finally got fucking paid, my man got the bag. He did, he did. Thank you. That, that and I'm important. very happy for Baltimore because that's going to make them a playoff team for the next five, ten years. Yeah, I mean we we're always because his playoff. contracts of what five years?
1: Yeah, but we we're always a playoff team. It's, it's just one no, seed. you're
0: not a playoff team the way your team's built without Lamar Jackson. And I'm happy that they retained him because you guys now you are a fucking competitor in the AFC. You will compete with Joe Burrow. You'll compete with with every single team in the AFC. It doesn't matter, right? When you go into an when you go into an AFC championship game, it's not if you're playing, it's not a guarantee that the other team is going to win ever. Because you guys will have you have multiple different facets that you can win the game in. Because I don't care what anybody says, Lamar Jackson can throw the ball. He can. He can. Madden doesn't do him justice. Madden fucking shits on him. But he can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He brings a a running dynamic similar to Jalen Hurts, a little bit different, but Jalen Hurts has that college dynamic of running the ball. You know what I'm saying? But either way, back to the main point. If you brought in in DeAndre Hopkins, there is no one on the planet that could come to me and say, hey, Odell's going to be number one and DeAndre be number two. And the problem with that is Odell's going to have a problem with that.
1: I don't think you you think he has an ego and he showed in and sure. he showed in Los Angeles that he doesn't. He showed everywhere that he does have an ego. He, you have to have an ego in order to you you're playing in New York like and I was, it's one thing if you're playing in nah, Cleveland, man. you that dude, you, that dude, you can fall off the wayside in Cleveland. They're not expected to win. That man got got on on ESPN for kicking a uh, kicking
0: a kicker's net.
1: He did, and it fell all over and embarrassed. When him. When, when does wide receivers with antics end up being a bad thing? Ocho Cinco made a living off of having off the field antics. T.O. had a living. Bring me my popcorn off of off the field antics. A lot of people. Suddenly, so do you have a receiver like you know Jamar Chase that's going to go out there, do what he need to do, and come back and just be? You silent. know what?
0: I'll say this: the only reason why Terrell Owens d- didn't get signed in the last two or three years, he won't get signed now. I mean, he's way too out of the league now. But was his antics, his attitude? I mean, and and you can have something to argue with that, but two years ago, I guarantee you, ot ot
1: to. Could have gone on the team and he could have played and he could have produced i'm not saying he can't do it now if if, if baltimore didn't just sign all the people that we signed i would have took terrell on Look, we need somebody it's we needed not, a weapon we needed a <laughs> At weapon some point somebody that was going to scratch it besides mark andrews okay and i'm not saying that Dumanville is bad or, I or, or porsche is bad and all those guys Robinson did a great job going in there and yeah. doing what he needed to do he led our team and we still made it to the playoffs. We yeah, were, we were almost there. You know, that's but my
0: point. But the only the only problem you had is is Lamar didn't play. Yeah, I mean, but which again, I still going back. You can revert back. I agree with. But,
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you're right about uh, Devontae. Now that uh, now that you say it like that, I do hey, think actually, Hopkins is a number one up, top fantasy. player. You know what I mean? Top fantasy players from I, I do think uh, Hopkins is a better receiver than Odell. But I'm talking about one A and one B. Yeah, like they're not that different. Of I'm not. I'm I'm still concerned of my number one corner going against either one of those guys. I'm the only two teams in the NFL that I feel comfortable with, and that's the 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 Jets and the Dolphins.
0: You know what I love when we pull up the fantasy stats, my boy Christian McCaffrey and the Carolina jersey still up front. I mean, that'll be for long. That'll be for long. Right Uh -uh. there. Let's go fantasy football ranks top fifty. All right, so. Do you have anything any last words you want to put? Because well, I, I, I put a bold statement out there. I'm telling you right now. I personally think I think number one, I don't think the Lions reach for him. I really don't. Um I think that with how well Jared Goff played, I think it should be an idea, but I don't think they should overextend for him. I think Carolina should vastly extend for him. I really do. I think that should be that should be a legitimate landing spot because they don't have a certified number one receiver, and it's it's point blank because DeAndre Hopkins is a number one receiver. Any team that doesn't have a number one receiver, that's where he should go. But at the same time, if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you want to go to a place where you're going to win a Super Bowl. You don't know, number one, you don't know. You know you got a good defense there. You have no fucking clue how Bryce Young's gonna play with this offense. So I'm tired of
1: so, if I'm if I'm DeAndre Hawkins, I'm tired of playing with young receivers. I'm I'm going in there with somebody or young quarterback, young quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm I'm going in there with someone that's proven with a proven resume. Yeah. The only reason why I'm not going to Jets, to the Jets is because of tax tax reasons. Yeah. No, uh, I, I agree. That, I agree. No, if, I agree. 100%. because let's be real. You, no, I don't care who you are.
0: If You're not going to go there and just get 65% of your paycheck taken away. Yes.
1: So, therefore, I'm not considering New York, although they have Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to a team that is, is going to – has already – all they have to do is play. Their division isn't that hard. Yeah. I won't say, like, the, the you know, NFC South with, you know, Tampa Bay. And that would be a great division for you to go into. Would you ever consider playing with Baker Mayfield? Oh, so, uh, to me, you
0: know, I'm, I'm trying to catch you in that Christmas edition. I'm right so, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so.
1: Shout out, listen I predicted it was so fucking trash. I, I predicted that Baker Mayfield was gonna, yeah he did going to he did. We need to
0: post that up right now.
1: I, I, Here we go. Not only did I predict that, yep. yeah. Not only did I predict that Baker Mayfield was going to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I predict that he's going to sh- figure it out. Yeah, you did. Baker Mayfield in, in, in to my knowledge, was one of the best college co- co- quarterbacks ever. Fuck out of here! If you look up his stats compared to Tim Tebow, his,
0: uh, c- God, you're God's comparing son,
1: Tim Tebow. I'm just saying, to Godson he himself, he was absolute
0: trash in the NFL.
1: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I Ash, don't care. as just came into it. Just was you know. garbage. All right, you want to talk
0: about the greatest college quarterbacks of all time? Yeah. Number one, no doubt, zero doubt. Who? Tim Tebow. No. What? Look at Baker's stats. My God, you're arguing for the same as the no, podcast. no. I'm just saying. Look at Baker's stats. Baker was fucking trash. Baker had did like, he win two national championships. Baker had like 80 touchdowns. How many Heisman's did he win? One, one. Yes. How many, how many did Tim
1: Tebow? Win? He wasn't supposed, oh, he wasn't he supposed was, he to win the
0: second one. Oh, he wasn't supposed to win the second not He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't, he
1: wasn't, <laughs> okay. he wasn't. Let's do. This. Reggie Bush was supposed to have two down. as well. Let
0: us move on now. They We're took done. his. But what Reggie done Bush that bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. All right. Number one. Number one for 2023. for 2023. So let's let's give a final prediction of where your boy's going to end up. And mind you, mind you, we're shooting this um, a week before um, it airs. So if he's on another team, it is what it is. Criticize because he's not going to stay a free agent for long. We discussed. We already it. know that. Yeah, but we have to shoot a week ahead of time. So either way, uh, final prediction, where do you think DeAndre Hopkins is going to end up?
1: If I'm DeAndre Hopkins, and you know, I want to say I'm North Adams at this point. That's, without your Baltimore, yeah. If, if I had to rub the ball head up top and and think about where he's going, I'm going with Baltimore. Oh, I'm going with us. We going that's we going, without prejudice. Without prejudice, I feel okay. like that's just it, we're we're trying to you don't invest that much money yeah. into Lamar uh, without yeah. giving him everything that he can to succeed.
0: I feel you. I feel you. Um,
1: and we paid here. the most.
0: We interrupt this episode to bring you Joe's Backyard Barbecue, a delicious, amazing gourmet type backyard barbecue meal with the most amazing service and the most amazing person that you can have at the helm, cooking those amazing ribs, the amazing brisket, and all the wonderful spices and barbecue sauce that you can imagine. So if you're in the Lake Worth, Florida area, make sure you go and see your boy Joe at Joe's Backyard Barbecue. And now, back to the episode. We have it up. So now we want to give you a little bit of insight when it comes to the fantasy football rankings, right, for next year. Number one, right? Number one, everyone has the world wrestling on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Austin Eckler. uh, Wow. They have Bijan Robinson it's for because, the Falcons it's is number because, it's three.
1: His division is weak. Don't get it twisted. His
0: division is very weak. However, he's got to play Carolina twice, and they're not phenomenal. Uh, well, they're pheno- they are phenomenal against the run. They're not phenomenal against the pass. So is Tampa Bay. Yeah, but um, so Nor- Sa- Sa- Nor- Saquon Barkley, right, number four. Justin Jefferson, number five. Jonathan Jonathan Taylor, number six. I feel bad with the fall off on him, but. They're projecting him as a wow, RB five. That's wow. terrible. Jamar Chase, uh, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Derrick Henry, Stephon Diggs, uh, Tony Pollard. All right. Um this is all BS. So let's do this. Tony let's Pollard do this. Hurt? Let's let's put our top five. Let's put our top five right here and then uh we'll continue on. So I gotta tell you straight up, um, number one, I'm not I'm not gonna give Christian McCaffrey the nod at the number one fantasy pick. Uh, biggest reason and you, I, I know you'll agree with me. It's too many weapons. It's too many weapons. Uh, he's going to split carries and I mean, he's going to get some catches out of the backfield, but the biggest reason why he was always number one is because Carolina gave him eight to 10 passes a game and they handed him the ball 20 times a game. That's what's going to produce a number one fantasy pick. He's not going to get that. And it's not, it's not based upon his ability. It's just based upon availability. I mean, Debo Samuels is gonna get some carries. you're gonna split carries either way you're gonna he's gonna be put in the best position to succeed um I'll tell you right now I will i'm gonna go right now I'm gonna go right now. I'm gonna go Jamar Chase number
1: one.
0: Mm. I am I'm gonna go jamar Chase number one. uh I am gonna stick with Austin Eckler as number two um I think his diversity. When it comes to when it comes to their game plan, because let's be real, they're almost like they're like a, a they're like a one and done team kind of thing. What I mean by one and done is they're going shorter, they're going long, that's it, you know. And Justin Justin Herbert, I think is he's a top five quarterback, no doubt, in my opinion. And you see, he's, my
1: face didn't change. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. But top uh, top, two or, top eight, got you.
0: Yeah, two or two or three. He's got two or three different receivers that can rank in the top twenty in the NFL. Okay. And I mean, I don't, I don't think there's an argument for that in his receiver core. Um, and, and I think that Austin Eckler is, he's still going to get his passes out of the backfield. I think they love spreading the ball around. And I think he's still going to get 14 to 18 carries a game with, uh, Herbert being the guy where he's going to, he's going to, it's time for him to chuck that fucking thing around. He's going to throw the ball 35, 45 times a game. Now the year we're going to win or lose on Justin Herbert this year this is going to be the year. So I think, I think him as a number two is solid. Um,
1: that's going on a little
0: bit. Yeah. Bijan Robinson, not a big fan. Um, I will say I'm not, I'm definitely not confident in Devontae Adams at all. Um, you know who I will put at number three that I think is going to be a big one. I'm going to put Derrick Henry at number three. Doesn't catch passes out of the backfield. We all know this. However, I think they're gonna rely on him a lot more. I think the offensive lineman they drafted in that draft, I think he replaces a guy like Taylor Lewan, And I mean, let's be real, Taylor LeJuan, uh regardless of the prejudice, shout outs to the boys, um, dude was a nasty fucking player. He was a nasty left tackle. He brought the ideal that you can run the ball to the left. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you wanted to. Oh, yeah. That dude was a nasty motherfucker. And I think he talked shit. I think he got in people's heads. And I think he, he ran his side of the field for a long time. Injuries derailed his career. And it sucks. But he's still got a legendary career from it. And I think they brought a guy in that is going to be not just as solid. I think he's going to be even more solid. When it comes to his foundation, when he gets coached up, especially in year two, year three, I think he's still going to perform really well right now. And I think he's really going to open up that running game, Um, especially. And I don't, I don't think Will Levis starts. I don't, I don't think he should. I think you still need to stick with Tannehill. You need to put uh, Levis ready for next year. I mean, Malik is a fucking afterthought there now, but um, I know that's disrespectful, but it is what it is. The world has deemed it. Um, so, but I'll, honestly, I think they're going to rely on the running game a lot. I think he's getting a lot, a lot of extra carries. And I think he's going to carry the ball for 4.5, 4.7 yards a carry. And I think that he's going to bust another 2000 yard season this year. I think he's going to do it. So scroll back up for me. And then, um, okay. And then I think. That was my number three. Number four, I am. I'm going to be consistent here. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. I don't think that anybody's. I don't. Well, you know what? Let me retract that because I think that uh, Adam Thielen attracted a lot of attention on the other side, and it opened a lot of things up for Justin Jefferson. And I don't. I don't remember who the Vikings drafted, but I don't. I'm not sure if it was a wide right receiver or not. But I don't think that he's going to be in that in that case. Um, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor for number four, 100%. Um, you got Richardson. He's going to run the ball. He's going to try and throw it. I think he's going to be a project player, but either way, he's their starter. He was number four pick in the, in the draft
1: cam 2.0. Yeah. He was cam
0: 2.0. And let's be real. Cam relied a lot on his his running backs. Mm -hmm. And I think that Jonathan Taylor is going to not hit a career high in rushes. But I think the fact that Jordan Richardson can run the ball and they're going to run they're going to run the stretch read. They're going to run the ISO read. They're going to run all those things. And I think it's going to open up and it's going to freeze linebackers for him a lot. And I think he's going to get back to his 5.2, 5.5 yards of carry. And I think that he's going to be a very, very solid pick at number four. Um, so go back to the other one. And then on the lastly on, uh, the last pick hey Ash, can you go back to the,
1: that's
0: it. That's it. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm retarded. Um, on lastly, scroll back up. I would love to say, sorry, honestly, I'm going to go out a little bit of a limb here and, and this is my bold statement of the year. This is my absolute bold statement coming off of a broken ankle. I think Tony Pollard is going to rear it up at number five. I really do. The way their offense is set up, and I think we know this, and everybody's in question because Tony Pollard got hurt at the end of last season. But let's be real. Tony ran that offense. He balled out. When he got his opportunities with the ball, which was 35 45% of the time, balled out. I think he took advantages of a lot he took advantage of a lot of running lanes that Ezekiel Elliott couldn't see anymore with age it's dwindling down it is what it is I think he's a power back I think he should I think Ezekiel Elliott should be in the NFL but as a number 2 in goal line situations and short yardage situations but I think Tony Pollard is going to have a breakout year regardless of the injury I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to ball out. I think at the initial first eight games where they grade everybody at eight games in halfway through the season, I think he's going to be number one and number two in rushing. And not to mention, I'm going to put a bold statement right now. I think he is going to lead the league in, in rushing touchdowns next year. 100%.
1: You you know I'm I'm gonna go a little bit opposite of you and, and maybe so now, that, let's that, switch it up. Maybe that's, what do you got? Maybe, you maybe that's got for your top me. five. What do you I got won't even five? say um, with prejudice. Obviously, uh, Lamar's number one because whether he gets Hopkins or not, you surrounded him with weapons. Only reason
0: I didn't say him is because I I don't know if his health is going to hold up. He has
1: we 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 drafted a wide receiver in the first round, Zay Flowers. We have Odell. We signed, you know, Nelson Aguilar. And we, we keep we kept J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Uh, Gus Edwards. We have all the people that he's built camaraderie with still in that front seven. Yeah. As far as your wide receivers, you you got him better receivers. So he's used to not having every this wide receiver that's capable of doing route one through whatever. Now I don't have that one trick pony. I have that guy out there that can, that can run every route and make it look pristine. And he's going to be, it's all about timing. He's going to be right on the side, same time as me. So I feel like Lamar's going to go out there and he's going to take the NFL by storm. So you're <coughs> saying he's your number one guy? He's my number one guy. Okay. First round, first pick. That's,
0: and honestly, that's not a, I would never disagree with that because you got a point. If he stays healthy, no, I I will not disagree with you at all. I think. If he stays healthy, he's taking the league by storm. And honestly, he wins the fantasy race by 50, 60 points. With ease. Yeah.
1: Second, I'm, I'm giving the, the Jalen Hurts. Not because he's coming off the Super Bowl. Win. Man, you're all quarterbacks, huh? I, I got to go with quarterbacks because I feel like the quarterbacks are getting ready. To, it's a passing league. So you got to give it to Jalen because Jalen's going to run the ball as well. Yeah. So he's going to get you rushing points as well as throwing the ball to these two, Batman and Robin. Whoever they decide to be at that particular day, and you got my, my boy Swift just came in, so I I feel like that somewhat that Georgia camaraderie is going to give you you love that, that, that Swift pickup that, that edge. Too. I do. I really yeah. feel like Miles Sanders was man. Him and Duke Staley just wasn't clicking, and they still made it work. Yeah. Now you got somebody. Well, I'm sorry, not Miles and Duke Staley and uh, Swift wasn't clicking when they were in Detroit. When they were in Detroit. Now him going back. Too where Deuce Staley played at, he's going to go in there and he has a chip on the shoulder. I'm going to demolish every record that has your name on it. It's not a bad point. You know I mean it, it's it, not a bad point as a as an athlete and you're going you're you're going against Alphas. Yeah, you're, you're looking for any advantage, any chip, anything that you can give that that gives you that edge to go out there and do a little bit more. Yeah, perform a little bit hard and make sure Detroit feels like they lost something by letting you go. Yeah. So I, I look at Jalen, he's going to be the beneficial, uh, beneficiary of that, that, that edge that he so, has.
0: But you have Jalen Hurts as number two. Number two. Who
1: you got for number three? Number three, Um, you know, this is relatively uh, simple. Christian, for for the other reasons why you say he's not. I was going to say,
0: I actually didn't. I didn't even put Christian in the top the five. The
1: reason why I got Christian there is because of what you said, like too many weapons. So you got George Kittle and playing safety. Man, I don't want this guy running full speed at me. I want somebody to get their hands on him. So you got the D-lineman that's, that's you got d lineman that's going to chip. You got the linebacker that's, that's staying underneath and chipping. Yeah. And then you got the safety that's staying over top. So I got three players focused
0: on one. Debo. Not to mention you're going to have two players focused on Debo. Exactly. I, I get your thoughts. So it's,
1: it's one of those things. And y'all, Ayuk. Is no longer asleep a sleeping. I was animal. gonna say
0: I if Iuke doesn't get the bag on his contract, bro something's wrong with let's the Let's be real. That something is wrong with the San Francisco 49ers. Because so, that dude, every time they called his number, fucking came through. Whether it
1: was blocking down the field, whether it was catching the balls doesn't that not matter. You didn't expect him to do, I feel
0: like he's an interchangeable guy. I is a guy that deserves the utmost respect in that offense.
1: So giving uh Purdy full a full season yeah, with Christian McCaffrey, I feel like there's no way he yeah. doesn't go out there right. and, and lead the league, but take the lead. You got, by a, valid, you got a valid it, opinion. He man. has a great line too. Yeah. So who you got number four? Number four is a guy that just. I'm got, sorry, I
0: went. I went number
1: four. Number four, and, and this is kind of bad because all these guys just got paid. Um, so Justin Jefferson just got. Pay like $18 million as well. Yeah. No, I I feel you. If not, I think even more. Probably even like in the 20s. Yeah. Nevertheless, Justin Jefferson uh, is no longer uh, dealing over there. Yeah. So I have to show I'm worth the money. Yeah. And it's not like Dalvin. We all know he's on the trade block right now. If he's not going to be cut by the time this is released. Dalvin is gone. So you don't have Dalvin Cook anymore. You don't have Thielen on the other side. I don't understand why they want to trade him. Though. You have to show up. I am the offense. Kirk Cousins, I'm not taking anything away from him. Batman, he has to throw the ball at somebody. Yeah. And I'm who he trusts. So he's coming in this direction. They got Hackerson, I think. So you're saying you're
0: saying in his mindset, I got to have that first 2,000-yard receiving season. I got to have 20, 25 touchdowns. I got to have the whole
1: thing. I got to have him saying Cooper Cup who? Yeah. You hey. I mean? And, 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 and then when you go to my last part, place, I hate to go in this Fifth, direction. So you got five. I hate this so much. But if, if, and I hate the Cowgirls, I'm going to put that on record. Um, you got Tony Pollard, don't you? You, you know, no, 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 no. This is going to. You got t- Dak Prescott. This is going to take it. No, I didn't even go. Diet. I was about I to say. Diet. You said
0: the cowgirls. I didn't. I, I didn't. I,
1: did, I, did, I know. I know what your wife did. I ain't, ain't giving no attention. Yeah, yeah. You I know think, she's a diehard I, I cowgirls think fan. It's some about that eighty eight that's going to come out. Wow, that's some, a bold statement. Some about C.D. Lamb. Have you seen him play? And it, it and this is a crazy. C.D. Lamb isn't even top thirty in the
0: rankings. He doesn't have Can to. Can we scroll
1: down? He doesn't have to be. The Dallas Cowboys are a team to be reckoned with. If oh wow, he is. I'm sorry. If you play him,
0: he's 18 and he's the ring. that good. You're saying bro. he's
1: going to be top five. The reason being, the reason being is because now you're no longer playing around. Like because I played Ezekiel Elliott, I'm going to play him. Now if I'm in the secondary, if I see Ezekiel Elliott back there, I know my linebackers can tackle him. We just the the and D now line, you got Tony the line.
0: Pollard. You're saying Tony Pollard is gonna bring a brand new threat to the offensive to the offense of the uh Dallas Cowboys and I'm they're packing gonna, the box they're gonna make him prepare and they're gonna put C D Lamb one on one. And that's what makes him That's not a
1: bad prediction. That's really not. So I, I feel like if I'm four for five at the end of the season, they call me out. But I believe that these guys are going to set the tone. And then you always have my M V P this is the uh what, Mr. Irrelevant? Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> you can never doubt the kid. He's gonna be number six. He can never honorable doubt. A kid. Honorable mention. Ne- honorable mention. You can never doubt the kid. Honorable mention he did Shout with out nothing. to the boys. He did he did he did something with nothing.
0: All right. Well, let's uh let's go ahead and move it on. We gotta we gotta finish up. So what uh we were moving on to our uh favorite segment of the week, spice, spice of the, of the week. week. Spice of the week. We gotta spice wrap it up week. a little bit quick so yeah. we can't dive in too deep. But um no, 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 what what is your spice no, of the week? No my need, friend? no
1: need. I, I think I was uh this week was so many birthday parties. I think I went to two back to back and I got a wedding next week. We're all excited about. Yeah. Uh you know those those guys. Yes we are. <laughs> uh, so so my spice of the week was simple. Uh taking Micah to go get Taylor suited up. Suited see, and booted see, seeing this kid like You uh, got to get you it, had it, to you had to get a
0: line. uh well, no 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 he's turning 9. No, he's turning ten. I was about to say he's turning ten. I'm sorry. Ten, I ten. was mixing
1: him up with Ryder.
0: Yeah. No, he's turning ten. You had to get a nine year old suited and suited, booted.
1: So and he is so much like me. It's a shame. He's like he's telling the tailor, hey, take the hedge out the, the bottom. You know. <laughs> he was like, hey, you know, I don't know if I want to do a bow tie, Dad, or do I do the yeah. skinny tie and put it on and, and put it out there?
0: Do I do I just want to look like
1: a fucking gangster? But but this and is hot as he, shit. This is what he said. He was like, Dad, with the vest on, I feel like a waiter. Yeah. And, uh, don't get it twisted, Dad. I'm still in the best looking waiter you ever <laughs> That's awesome. So, that, that right there let me Mike know. Mike is a fucking gangster. Me, I, I feel like that confidence, son, if anything else. No, I feel you. I feel you, dude. I feel you.
0: So, so that, that was, that's my spice that's of the week. It. That so was my spice. I, I, mine's going to be quick and concise, man, because honestly, my spice of the week was uh, getting our first orders. Um, for the Tampa Bay Heart Walk, that was very fucking cool. We had a little moment in the bedroom because, as anybody that doesn't know, we are um donating one hundred percent. There it is. Look at the hat. Look there at the know, hat. hat right. Handle. Look at the shirts. Um, we are donating a hundred percent of the profit from our merchandise stores. Um, f- starting as of May twenty fifth, all the way through June thirtieth, we're donating a hundred percent of the profit to the Tampa Bay heart walk. Um, and that was something that was really exciting. I remember I got up and I got a message and I got a, a yell from the other room and and she was like, Mike, Mike, this, there's orders coming in orders. And I was like, Oh shit. Cause you know, we had, we had a few orders here and there, blah, blah, blah. When we first released the merch. But when we, when we announced the initiative, um, it really kickstarted, uh, just a cool trend, man. There's been people ordering. We've gotten a few hits every couple hours and stuff. And, and, the The donation dollars are just rallying up, and that was that was something that it gave me a it gave me a, a fucking real big hype for yeah. the entire week, man. I, we went through Thursday and Friday after we announced it on a Wednesday, and when I started getting, she started telling me, and we started getting the notifications and everything. That shit fucking juiced me the fuck
1: up, bro. I mean, I was hyped, man. That, I mean, that, that, that goes without saying. I feel like we're going in the right direction. That's what I'm saying. Everyone dude. is looking for a reason to 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 give out i mean to give back Yeah, I mean, give back in the right manner you don't want to give to the wrong people. exactly and exactly. this is this is the right exactly. reason to give
0: and that's that's a big thing i think that we wanted to do in this podcast like a lot of people have podcasts in order to just you know become famous and become popular and make money and do all this bunch of stuff and and i mean i'll be honest i mean a little part of me wanted to do this podcast to so that you know we could become recognized but honestly there's a, there's a vast majority of my being that wanted to start this up which is why we we sit there and talked about it for for months and if not years where i was just like bro we could actually do some good and we can fucking give some shit back and now we're still very small but we've now hit a position where we can fucking do something to give back to our community. We can give back to the people that kind of give to us a little bit, you know, kind of give us shout outs every single week, share our posts, all those types of stuff. So, um, it was, it was a huge thing, bro. It was fucking phenomenal. So,
1: I mean, I I want to say one thing, one tip: if you can find out a way to help out the community that you're living in, yeah. I feel like you're making the world a difference. Oh yeah. And we can all help. Absolutely. Know, one way or another. I,
0: I couldn't agree with you more, man. So, close this thing out. Let's, uh, normal. Let's do this. Go into the YouTube, go into the Spotify, go into Apple, make sure you hit that subscribe button, right? Oh, we gotta, we gotta tip our caps. So go in, subscribe, make sure you comment guys. I want some big ass fucking comments on your spice of the week, bro. We're not, we're not doing this bullshit anymore where it's just settled. We want you to get involved in the conversation. Comment, let us know what your top five rankings for fantasy football are in the comments, right? Comment on us what's your spice of the week. Put a hashtag on it, spice of the week, right? Put put a hashtag on it. Uh 2D and T, right? Uh top five fantasy or whatever, whatever you gotta do, man. Put some put some shit in the comments. We want to know what you guys are thinking. We want to get you guys involved. We love having all of our fans come in and fucking tell us what they're thinking and really get involved in the conversation. So, like I said, go into the comments, get your shit written down, voice yourself, right? We want to post it up here. We want to announce it. We want to talk about it. Let's do our thing, right? So, don't be shy. Get it in the comments. And as I said, go subscribe. Secondly, go into the merch stores. Like I said, we're not asking you to go into the merch stores and buy merch so that we can go home with money. We're asking you guys to go into the merch store between now and June 30th. Buy your t-shirts, buy your tank tops, buy your hats. We have some cool stuff. I know it looks phenomenal. Ash designs all of the shit, so I know it looks fucking great. Yes. Right? So go in there. I know we look good in these shirts. Exactly. So go in there, buy your merch. Shout out to 100% of the profit going to the Tampa Bay Heart Walk um can't can't push that enough but either way close it out thank you guys so much for the love thank you guys so much for joining us on this journey of our platform and let's keep it rolling man let's get it in and we'll see you next week deuces
1: two dimes and a token you make well grow
0: Hey there. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. We really appreciate your view. We hope you really enjoyed. Uh, If you are interested, we do have some social media sites that you can check out. We have Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And please, whenever you have a chance, hit that follow and subscribe button. Thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.